ければ The button has been pushed Commencing podcast now It's Pop Tech Jam It's Pop Tech Jam people. Often imitated, never satisfactorily duplicated <laughs> Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, beats and bites. I'm JD Beersdorfer. <laughs> and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. First, some news. 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 A lot of news, not much news. Uh, What's we going got on? some news here. A lot of legal news and people making announcements and oh, really? we're doing this for security. Wow. Um, security. It's all about security. Very, very much so. Um, in fact, there was so much news, I didn't even get a whole lot of pop culture in here. Uh, we, we watched the Super Bowl or maybe oh, we yes. watched the commercials of it. The Stranger Lady Things Gaga. trailer. Uh, oh, you know what? I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it's online. Very exciting. Stranger Things 2 drops uh, Halloween, Halloween. Uh, for fans of Orphan Black. That comes out June yeah. 10th. Last season, final season. Very sad. But I imagine uh, Tatiana Maslany is probably getting so many acting role offers I because so. of her exemplary work on, and playing, you know, six or seven characters every week. Uh, yeah, absolutely. She's probably getting some offers there. Did you get gaga I, I watched the Lady Gaga. I, I was not a natural fan of hers because no, 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 I, I don't tend to skew to dance and club music. Mm-mm. She gave a very theatrical thing, the dancing yeah. drones, which I guess Absolutely. they filmed a few days before, uh, superimposed over the stu- the stadium to have the, the drones in the flying position. Oh, and, really? I didn't and know she's that. leaping down in her harness and... So that was all Hollywood magic behind her? That wasn't real? I, I believe it was. Wow. Um, but uh, it, she, she put on a very loud, pyrotechnic-y, woman-friendly, positive yeah, show. Yeah, that's it. Um, that was a lot you, going on. Whether you like her music or not, she kind of couldn't look away unless you went to get a beer. But, yeah, exactly. Um, I watched the puppy bowl and the kitten bowl. I said, well, you have kids. So yeah. you, and I hear there was a bunny bowl this year, too. I need to there? look into that. Yeah, I think, oh. I don't know who did it, but somebody sent me a link because I have rabbits and said, oh, hey. there was the bunny bowl. Hey, if you find it, send it over because yeah. that'll go big in my house. I will look. Uh, but as a rabbit owner, every time we see the words rabbit and bowl yeah. in the same sentence, <laughs> yeah, we could, get a little upset. I most can of understand the time, that. But, I can definitely understand that. But enough of those uh, annoying thoughts. Let's, let's have some news. News. Twitter continues to make efforts to patrol the trolls and make its service less of a hellish cesspool for some users who find themselves targets of abuse. Mm, really? Um, now. Yes. Now, a post on the company blog this week announced, quote, making Twitter a safer place is our primary focus. We stand for freedom of expression and people being able to see all sides of any topic. And then they go on to say, that's put in jeopardy when abuse and harassment stifle and silence those voices. We won't tolerate it, and we're launching new efforts to stop it, end quote. Now, as part of the muscle behind this post, they went on to outline three changes to the service that are intended to back these efforts. These include uh, stopping the creation of new uh, accounts, uh, presumably for continued trolling from someone who gets punted off the service. Really? So they're going to stop the creation of new accounts by identifying people who've been banned from Twitter and stopping them from making those new accounts. I don't know if they're doing this from IP address or... Mm, uh, It's the only way to do it effectively. Yeah, so so there's something there. Um, They're also rolling out uh, their own version of the safe search filter to remove tweets that contain potentially sensitive content. And tweets uh, from blocked and muted accounts. So if you're searching for something, you won't bring in the garbage from somebody gotcha. you've blocked. Gotcha. And uh, finally, Twitter's team has been developing methods to identify and collapse potentially abusive and what they call low-quality replies. 
Uh, so the most relevant conversations are brought forward. Low quality replies. Yes, low. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. your 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 <laughs> I, mind is just spinning. Hey, with the, I've gotten plenty of low quality no, see, replies. The quality has not been satisfactory. No, definitely not. Yes, uh, so they're making an effort. I think they realize they and they've been doing this kind of incrementally. I think in the past year. Yeah, I gotta say, you know, in all fairness, I have not been catching as much abuse as I have in the past. Yes, and you know, I go buck wild on Twitter, so it's not like I'm shying away from anything but yeah. you know maybe maybe it's working maybe if someone does decide to drag you or hassle you then you could have some tools to uh, fight back or maybe people just got tired of calling me a big ass potato head well yeah they, or worse or they, they moved on to you know there's yeah. the other things to complain about I and guess. by the way i'm not a potato head no you're not a potato head my head is the perfect size for my body yes and your wardrobe is much nicer than mr potato thank Head's you too. although i've been dressing down lately been doing a lot of dirty yeah, it's work winter so. you know yeah. you've been stringing cable you've been yeah, doing all been kinds doing of all studio of things stuff. so you I've don't want to train a lot you don't want to muster good clothes no, for that definitely not no, my sunday best yes <laughs> so you have your your, your workman's togs yes on. i do indeed now, remember uh, way back in episode 168 in November of 2015, where we mentioned that TV maker Vizio uh, was kind of observed quietly collecting personal information and viewing habits of its users and then selling that data to advertisers? Remember I we had that discussion? I do remember that. I do remember that. Way back when. And um, that, I think, was probably the first time I said, I want my gadgets to be as dumb as bricks. Yes, it was. Uh, the, I think this was adding uh, fuel to your fire on mm-hmm, that topic. Mm-hmm. Uh and, uh, you know, they, they discovered that uh, Vizio did indeed install software on its TVs uh, to collect viewing data on 11 million consumer TVs without those uh, consumers' knowledge or consent. Uh, ProPublica got the story out there and the Federal Trade Commission looked into it and said, you know, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. So Vizio agreed to pay $2.2 million with an M dollars uh, to settle a case brought by the Federal Trade Commission and the Office of the New Jersey Attorney General who okay. was in on it. Uh, the Verge site points out, though, that most smart TVs out there are likely tracking your habits anyway. And Vizio was just the one that got busted. They got um, busted. For perhaps being more obvious or others. Uh, but the uh, Verge site does helpfully provide links to information about maybe sharing less of your information, uh, depending on the brand of TV you have. And they also link to the wire cutter, which has a very good yeah. guide to uh, privacy in the age of um, things that might be watching you. It's a good website. Very, very helpful product By the recommendations. Way, Vizio? You're dead to me. Mm-hmm. You are not. Dead to uh, me. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you don't want the TV no, reporting back. All no way. Shows maybe I'm still you don't want. freaking out about my Alexa maybe ratting me out. Mm-hmm. All these, these talkie boxes, yes. you know, reporting back to headquarters. Yes. Dead to me. Yes. All right. Now, uh, in government news, the House of Representatives recently passed the Email Privacy Act, uh, H.R. 387, for those keeping track of the bill number. Uh, And (laughs) And we know who you are. Yes. uh, They typeset them so nicely. Of course. Uh, This is the second year in a row that they have uh, passed this. The Email Privacy Act updates the Electronic Communications Privacy Act, also known as ECPA, uh, to require the government to obtain a warrant before it can compel companies to disclose the content of users' communications, so keeping the user email safe. Hold on a second. Wasn't ECPA a bad guy on Star Trek? Uh, I'm just dreaming that. Uh, well, there's so many Star Treks I've lost track. P- possibly, though. Okay. Um, probably not Fair one enough. of the Borg, but another one. Gotcha. Um, now, uh, guess who has some skin in this game? Uh, Google. Google. Uh, email provider, uh, uh, obviously. Uh, their blog noted that uh, they, the company, have testified before Congress four times in support of this reform since 2010. They're all for uh, user privacy. Not one, not two, not three, but four times. Four times uh, in seven years. And uh, as a post on the Google blog reads in part, this act will fix a constitutional flaw in ECPA 
which currently purports to allow the government to compel a provider to disclose email contents, in some cases without a warrant, in violation of the Fourth Amendment. The Email Privacy Act ensures that the content of our emails are protected in the same way that the Fourth Amendment protects the items we store in our homes, end quote. So, nice. so the House has passed this. The bill now goes to the Senate. I'm digging this. Yeah, it's a it's a positive government yeah, thing. Absolutely. Now, in in other maybe not so happy government news. Oh boy. Um, the immigration chaos caused by President Trump's executive order restricting travel from certain countries uh, has pulled technology firms into opposition oh, with yeah, the White House. Absolutely. Nearly 130 companies, including Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, Google, Tesla, Uber, and Intel, all got together and filed an amicus brief, a friend of the court brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last weekend in the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, and um, as you circus, circus, Ninth Circuit, you mean? Yes, the Ninth okay. Circuit. I, I I wasn't sure if that was a political joke you were going for. Yes, there. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's all a circus. Yeah, it's, um, it's a Anyway, this particular court originally declined to reinstate the travel ban, as they were calling it, a mm-hmm. ban. A ban. Right. Uh, after a lower court blocked it, the brief said that Mr. Trump's order, quote, violates the immigration laws and the Constitution, end quote. According to the New York Times, the fight seems to have lit a fire in Silicon Valley, and uh, the paper reports the companies are working on three fronts. They are vociferously objecting to the Trump policies they think are bad. They're trying to engage with him to influence his behavior, and they are developing new technology to work against policies and political discourse they don't support, end quote. Yeah, they're going all in. Yeah, they've got a whole D-Day thing oh, yeah. going on yeah, here, all the indeed. beach fronts yeah, here. Absolutely. So, uh, and because this is still a very much live and active story, by the time you hear us, uh, things may have happened. But suffice it to say, the tech companies are not down right. with these immigration restrictions. They feel it's affecting their business. They have issues with it also being constitutional or whatnot. Yep. Whether or not you believe in that, these 130 companies have come together to file an amicus brief with the court, and they are laying it out there. We interrupt this episode of Pop Tech Jam to bring you a breaking news update. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has refused to reinstate the controversial travel ban order, unanimously rejecting the Trump administration's claim of presidential authority, questioning its motives, and concluding that the order was unlikely to survive legal challenges. The lower court action so far is temporary, and there are unconfirmed reports that President Trump and his team of advisors may be rewriting the controversial executive order in hopes that the new version will pass muster with the courts. And now back to your regularly scheduled shenanigans. And this isn't the only fight in which Google has uh, been dusting up in the past few months. They're scrappy. They are. Uh, as Ars Technica and others have observed, the Big G stepped it up when the invaluable Krebs on Security blog was getting hammered by massive, massive uh, distributed denial of service attacks from botnets last mm-hmm. fall. Yeah, yeah. The Krebs blog, which if you haven't read it, you should, because if you care about security, Brian Krebs is all over it. He's the man. Um, and he's just got deep reporting on security news. Uh, it's obviously a prime target for cyber criminals and others who don't want uh, the information Mr. Krebs shares with his audience uh, to get out. So they repeatedly uh, attacked the site to try to knock it offline, and they succeeded uh, quite frequently. After a Krebs provider, Akamai, threw in the protection towel and said, look, we can't provide you with service because our network's just getting hammered by all these botnets coming after you, Krebs on security was forced offline, but Google's Project Shield came to the rescue. Now, if you don't know Project Shield, it's a free service with the mission of protecting news, journalists, and human rights uh, 
and also election monitoring sites from DDoS attacks that might otherwise prevent them from publishing. Hmm. So, yay, Project Shield. Yay, Project Shield. Um, and ours has a very detailed story on how this all came about. Uh, and, and it's worth it just for philanthropic interest, from security interest, right. how botnets can really screw up your day. Yes, And indeed. I didn't know about Project Shield uh, before I had this no either. idea either. This is news to me. Yes. So, so that was a very interesting. We will link to it, obviously. Now, also in the Department of Protecting Stuff, the Ministry of Trade, Industry, and Energy of South Korea announced it will be strengthening lithium-ion battery safety requirements and conducting regular inspections, all to avoid the repeat of the um, explosions and pants fires that plagued Samsung's Galaxy Note 7 handset. I'm going to go on record as saying this is a good idea. Yes, this is good idea. Oversight is good. It yes. has its purposes. Yes. Um, as part of the new measures, devices that use lithium-ion batteries will also be subjected to more regular safety tests. Mm. So maybe you pass once, but the battery gets more unstable as it degrades. Right. Maybe you do periodic checks just to make sure the life of this battery is as safe as it can be. That would be a good thing. Yeah, so so that's from the government of South Korea. So if there's oversight, is there such a thing as undersight? Uh, I think there is, uh, or under-regulation, or uh, just not taking care of people. uh... (laughs) Not giving a crap. Yeah, I mean, and this has been traditionally been the fight between consumers and business, Mm -hmm. where business does not want to be regulated because it hampers innovation, they can't roll stuff out. Right. Consumers would like their products not to catch on fire. So (laughs) That's a small thing to ask. I don't want my pants to burst into flame. Yeah, and people complain, you know, if the government gets in too deep and starts over-regulating, then that hampers it. Uh, So so this is an ongoing fight, nothing new. And these regulations are not even affecting the U.S. This is uh, South Korea here. So And given the current climate, I don't think they will come over here. But you never know. know. But uh, moving on, um, this flying car idea seems to be taking off. Good, uh, good. Jetsons you know, time. Jetsons time. Uh, a couple time. of weeks ago, uh, not long after Airbus announced it was working on such a vehicle that we discussed uh, on a recent show, yeah. Uber went and hired a bona fide NASA engineer named Mark Moore, who has been studying the vertical takeoff and landing, or VTOL, capability of electric aircraft, or as we might as well call them, flying cars. Flying cars. Uber's new airborne initiative is called Uber Elevate. And while there's no firm date on when these um, basically sky taxis might arrive, the research is underway. So Airbus is rolling in. Uber's getting into it. I think we're going to see the little flying car soon. Fifth element. Bruce Willis and uh, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. Yeah. So so Uber's uh, in the game now, too. Uber also made uh, news this week by um, suing the city of Seattle for passing a law in 2015 that allowed drivers from ride-sharing services like Uber and Lyft to unionize and bargain for better working conditions, earnings, and benefits. Wow, Uber's not winning, huh? Yeah, they've they've kind of had a bad month, you yeah. know, with the, uh, you know, and this law was passed in 2015, but I guess it just went into effect last month, uh, so they rolled out the lawsuit and are arguing against it. Uh, Uber called the new rules, quote, arbitrary and capricious and uh, inconsistent with fundamental labor lines. Seattle, for its part, argued back, saying it was confident the court would rule in the favor of the city's authority to Mm -hmm. regulate such things. Uh, There's a hearing for the lawsuit uh, scheduled on March 17th, which I think is also known as Green Beer Day uh, in the States. (laughs) Yes, indeed, yes. So hopefully no one will get caught in the parade on the way to court. That's right. That's right. The European elections are coming up this spring. We've uh, talked about this recently. And uh, after seeing what happened in the United States last fall, the fight against fake news is on more than ever. Facebook is teaming up with eight French news organizations, including the news agency um, AFP, 
I'm not going to try to pronounce that in French. I can never do it. I've been here 20, I've been at the New York Times for 20 years. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, the AFP, uh, there's a news channel, BFM TV, and uh, newspapers like Le Monde and L'Express, and they're all going to get together and fact check and minimize the risk of fraudulent stories uh, showing up in false uh, news situations. Facebook is also teaming up with a Google project called Crosscheck, which asks readers to submit links to contested or suspicious content, Hmm. uh, send those links over to a dedicated fact-checking website for investigation and perhaps possible debunking. As we reported on a previous show, Facebook is taking similar stands against fake news popping up in Germany's elections later this year. So I guess the U.S. must have been the test case for fake news. It's kind of funny, though, because Facebook was like, nah, what are you talking about? No fake news here. Yeah, yeah, we're just a platform. We're just a platform. And uh, I don't know. Just kind of weird. I think maybe someone's got some guilty feelings here. I'm thinking maybe. Mm -hmm. Possibly. By the way, one of my favorite words is debunking. Debunking. That's such a nice word to say. It's got a nice, it's got a nice, you know, kind of guttural, two syllables. Yes, I love it. Yes. All right. Well, we'll we'll see if we can debunk some more. Yes. Now, uh, this is the audio related thing. Um, I like to get an audio thing in uh, every couple of uh, episodes for you because you are an expert in these matters. Thank you. Uh, When Apple bought Beats way back when, many people wondered when the fancy new headphones would start rolling out. And uh, it appears they'll be coming uh, this week. As of uh, February 10th, the long-delayed Beats X wireless earbuds are here. Oh, they are the new wireless earbuds, not to be confused with the shiny white AirPods. And the Beats ones will be available in blue and gray as well as in black and white with a price tag of about 150 bucks. Uh, these also use Apple's proprietary W1 wireless chip for easy pairing to iOS and Mac devices. I mm-hmm. think you can use them with Android too, but it's not as easy. Yeah. Uh, but unlike the AirPods, the Beats X have a cable linking both buds with an inline remote and a battery uh, that's supposed to give you about eight hours of playtime. There you go. See, that kills it for yeah, me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You want more? Yes. And then you're going to be able to charge it through a lightning cable uh, instead of the more micro USB thing. So again, they're pushing things to the lightning standard. Yes. But in, in terms of Beats, I always think of them as a kind of over the ear yeah. headphones. They've and you see them on had, the trains all well, the time. Yeah, they've always had an in ear. Yeah. Uh, monitor. They've always had earbuds, but you know, the, I just don't like. I yeah, don't now is like it you? you that was it. The midtones that bothered you, or they the, just sound the bass? like crap. They really, just sound like crap. They're cheap. They were. I mean, I don't know if if Apple's upgraded their production at all, but they were just cheaply made, just crappy sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, the earbuds were muddy. Uh, but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe who knows? There's this wireless proprietary W one chip. Exactly. Maybe. Well, maybe I'll get my hands on a pair. Yeah, you could do a little test, you know, yeah, see if they not? improved. Cause, cause you, I ain't going to spend would, 150 bucks for them. Yeah, well, when you tested the Beats, this was still was Beats Beats and not Apple Beats, right? It was, yes. It was actually, uh, I tested them when they were still part of Monster. Mm-hmm. Then I, I played around with them again afterwards. I didn't find a noticeable change in quality. Yeah. And then uh, I haven't. I haven't even bothered putting on a pair since. Now, do you have any wireless uh, earbuds, None. headphones in your arsenal at all? Uh, no, I don't. Uh-huh. I don't. And I have is... a pair of PlayStation headphones that can double as wireless, not Bluetooth. Yeah. But I don't use it. Really? You're... I just put it, I plug in a cable and use it that way. You're a corded gentleman. Bluetooth just doesn't make sense to me at this point. Yeah. If you only have eight hours of charge... And, you know, you have to worry about charging another device. It makes no sense. I'm sorry. And you never get through the ring cycle. No, you know? of course not. It's like 14, 16 hours in that That's thing. right. Exactly. You can't you know, make it you, through. You can't deprive me of my Wagner all the way to the battery. Dead. No, it's just one of those things that just doesn't make sense. You can take convenience up to a certain point. 
but it's not convenient if I have to worry about my battery dying on my headphones. Yeah, you, you've got power cell acts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. All right. Well, uh, we'll my see. My rant of the day. Yes. Well, it's, it's always good to, you know, let it out. Yes, exactly. Yes. And finally. And finally. The Internet Movie Database uh, is the latest to shut down its user comment boards. Good. Yes. Um, like many news organizations, IMDb found the amount of uh, talk on the boards and the topics they covered were not, quote, a positive, useful experience, end quote. Is there any comment board? <laughs> a, None. Uh, yeah. None. And they said this is for the majority of the users. They were not finding them helpful. Uh, as critics of the comment boards pointed out, the unmoderated forums did spawn a lot of haters and gas bag commentary. And basically, these days, ain't nobody got time for that. No, nobody. You know, it's, nobody. Don't read the comments. Just move on. They decided it wasn't worth it. So IMDb is uh, shutting down the boards and its private messaging system. Uh, they're closing all that down on February 20th. So if you've got anything on there you want to save from conversations going by. Go ahead and save them now. Yeah, archive it now. But um, yeah, Internet Movie Database, I, they've been around forever yeah, they and have. are very useful for Absolutely. who was that guy in that thing? And then yeah, you find exactly. him and you realize what he was Who's in. Who's the guy who played cop number three? Yeah. In, yeah, that's great for it. Yeah, and i big big fan of the site. I can see movies may bring out, you know, inflamed passions. Uh, I mean, comments, I don't read comments anymore yeah. at all at, on any service whatsoever. Yeah. doesn't matter what it is. Newspaper, nothing. I don't read. It's them. not worth the uptick in the blood pressure. I'm sorry to say this. I don't even read comments on our own site. In fact, I don't even know if I've. I think I may have deactivated comments on some. I of I think my we sites. still get them. I, well, I look in and, and see if they look, but a lot of times it's spam. Yeah, a lot of times it's spam. I mean, it's the, the use of, Maybe we should. Maybe we should be like IMDb, and at some point, just deactivate them. Just yeah. get rid of them. Oh, although they come in useful. That like the, our one listener who wanted to know what your Easter egg songs. Oh, were, that's right. So, that's true. That's yeah, true. We'll keep them around. Maybe. Yeah, they day. could. But they can reach us on Twitter. Yeah. And, I, and well, I, I will look at the comments for you. And most of the time, right, I'm just I appreciate dumping that. spam you. anyway. And if there's Thank someone you. who has a, a question about, you know, your musical library or something we said or, hey, you morons got that wrong, <laughs> you know, we will fess up. We never get anything wrong. Never. Well, <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I know. You, you burst into giggles. I did. Um, but anyway, that has been it for the news segment this week. If you want to find out more about all the things we talked about on this week's episode, you can find links at poptechjam.com. All right. We got to go. Yeah, it's time to go. Time to go. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been real. I know. We, we chewed through some news. A lot of legal we stuff sure this did. week. We sure did. I mean, it was an abbreviated show. You know, all, we only did the news, but, you know, life is uh, life is crazy yeah. lately. Yeah. It's it's spinning like a top. Yeah, but we promise next week we'll it'll be a meteor show. Yes, it'll be a uh, meteor show. But uh, thank you to the bros. Uh, no matter what always. show we do, for always hosting us. Thank you, bros. Built by bros.com. Build something with the bros. And thank you, listeners, very much for uh, downloading, streaming us, taking us with you when you go to the gym, that sort of thing. That sort of thing, and putting up with our craziness the last couple of weeks. But, yes, it's you know. uh, a little uneven on the schedule, but yeah. you know you got to roll with the punches. But we're still giving you we're still giving you what you want. Yes, we're giving you the good stuff the tech gossip and, and yes. nerdy moments. And snarkiness. Yes, and snarkiness. So uh, until next week when we are back to do it all over again, yes. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone have a safe and lovely week. Wabbitwacks. Kill the wabbit! Kill the wabbit! Kill the wabbit!